This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Having a fantastic day, Richard. Oh, it's Coming great. Coming off a big weekend. Huge. I mean, a, a huge weekend. The weekend of all weekends as we were at Comic-Con. Finally, months Comic-Con. in the making, we were at Foxwoods and Comic-Con, and we have a lot of footage. First things first, we already have a YouTube trailer. We are new to YouTube, but there is a hashtag dork podcast channel on YouTube you can check out. Just search that for now. Just type in hashtag dork podcast. It'll come up. Davey has already whipped together a Comic-Con trailer. So if you haven't seen it, I urge you, as soon as this episode is done, to go check that out. Some good footage. You get to really see you know, the who's who there at the at the con. And I thought it was uh, very well done, Ryan. Big mucky mucks. Thank you very much. And I also want to say I apologize for all the notifications. If you were getting a ton of notifications, you're like, oh, Dork, hashtag Dork has 30 new episodes. Not true. What happened was uh, WEEI got a brand new website so if you haven't been to the website it's like a new layout and everything and they're trying to figure out some new things to do with audio on demand hence all the itunes channels got sort of reset so maybe if you follow dale and holly with keith or any of these other podcasts uh you you notice you got a lot of notifications i think it will be better in the long run it should be good uh i think maybe more episodes will be available at a time you can go to weei.com slash dork. There's a new looking layout there. So that's what that was. That's what that confusion was. But we should be good. You don't have to do anything else. If you're already subscribed, you're good to go. All right. And just to let everybody know, I got all the notifications too, as a, being a subscriber to my own podcast. So when we needed the followers, I subscribed. And, uh, we <laughs> I, still do. But um, There's no, sh- there's no shame, Ryan, in subscribing to your own podcast. There's no shame well, in I that. Do. Yeah. Yeah, well, I do too. And that's why I was like, what is this? What is this nonsense? Yeah. And then we actually got a few tweets, which was good because that means people, you know, actually listen to it. All right. Now let's get uh, on with the program, shall we? Let's do it. This week in Well, we're going to start off this week in Hashtag Dork with a very special guest, somebody who has actually joined the podcast on a handful of occasions. That would be none other than Black Panther, who... Just had his first movie poster and trailer released since our last episode. So, Black Panther, T'Challa, thanks so much for joining us here. Good morning, Richard. Good morning. Uh, first off, let me ask you about the poster. It had a very Game of Thrones-type feel to it. What, 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 what are we supposed to be seeing there? Well, I know that all of the white people who are going oh, to see no. my movie are probably big fans of Game of Thrones. Oh, boy. It seems kind of right. So that's what that was? That's for the, the, the whites? I suppose so. Oh, man, that's not what how I expected. How did I look, Richard? You look really good. You look you looked like a, like a regal beagle. 
up there. Do you like Do you like my new suit? Yeah, I love this suit. Is that all, is that all vibranium? Uh, it is it is laced with vibranium, but if you look, my favorite part are the little kitty cat toes on the bottom. Kitty cat toes? Did you not see them? No, I guess I didn't look close enough. But I mean, you are a, essentially a wild cat. I mean, that's what a panther is. It's like a big cat. Yes, I had to keep Joel Schumacher from putting nipples on it. Joel Schumacher was gonna be. I, I think that was a sound. But I think the suit does look really good. We actually saw a gentleman at Comic Con who. Uh, was dressed up as you, and I thought he did a very good job himself. We'll, we'll speak to him a little bit later on. Let me ask you about the action in the trailer. Seems like a, a lot going on. Seems like we're going to really get a good look at Wakanda and what's going on there in, in your native country. Yes. Did you, did you happen to see Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, so is he a, he's a bad guy in this, it looks like? He is. He is. He looks similar to Gary Oldman in The Fifth Element. Yeah, he do, he did have a little Gary Oldman Fifth Element vibe to him. So you guys don't see you guys don't really get along there. No, we don't. But he is a very lovely person in real life. Oh, that's good to know. I also saw uh, Michonne from the Walking Dead series. Looks like she's in there, and looks like you guys are on the same side. Yes, she is one of my loyal subjects. I oh okay. Uh, also, there was uh, the guy who uh, was in. Captain America Civil War, uh, Martin Freeman. He was also in Fargo, and I believe he also played Bilbo Baggins in the uh, Hobbit series. He did not play Bilbo. Oh, yes, Martin Freeman, yes. There were, two, there were two Lord of the Rings people in that trailer. Yeah, there was. Are you a fan of that series? I am a big fan of that series. You like Lord of the Rings? Of course I like Lord of the Rings. I like Lord of Anything. Oh, yeah. What about Lords of Dogtown? That movie was terrible. Yes, he didn't like that. No. What about but the- if you want to watch... Dogtown and Z-Boys, yeah. the documentary that is way better than Do- Lords of Dogtown. What about the uh, singer-songwriter Lord? I like her very much. Yeah, I could see that. You. Oh, speaking of that, the uh, music in your trailer was uh, off the charts. Did you, did you pick that? I did pick that. Not only that, but that song is now rising in the Billboard charts after being out for like six months. Wow. Now... So- uh, another You're thing, welcome. Are, do you see? Are, do you have like a rivalry with some of the other comic book movies? Because we've seen a bunch of them this year. Like, is it kind of a point of pride? Like, do you want to be better than Spider Man? Better than Wonder Woman? Better than you know Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't have to want to be better than anybody. Okay, I already am. All right. Do you think you are you the best fighter in the Marvel universe? I will just tell you that none of what you saw in that trailer was CGI. Wait, what? That was all you? That's all me, baby. <laughs> All right, Black Panther, before we let you go, do you have any final thoughts here or anything? I think we all want to see the movie. I think we're all pretty jazzed up about it. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I would like you to see my movie, but if you don't want to see it, I don't need the money. So No, I could tell. You're, you're doing pretty well there. Well, and yes. I, I'm also looking forward to the Coming to America uh, sequel, which I know you're a part of. Yes, I am. So, I am. I will be in Queens with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Yeah, no, I know that. I know. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much, Black Panther. You're welcome. There you go. There's T'Challa who weighs in from time to time. I'll tell you what, Davey, the trailer was pretty damn good. It came out on Friday night during the NBA Finals, and uh, it was one of the best things I saw that entire night. I thought that was a, a tremendous little trailer. It was a good little trailer, and I'll tell you what, Rich. One of the things that made it good, and Black Panther, you and Black Panther touched upon that. I was just taking a back seat on that conference call. Yeah. The Run the Jewels track that's on there is phenomenal if you guys don't listen to like any hip hop music but are kind of if you're into like if hip hop music pumps you up and that stuff that you really like please check out Run the Jewels cuz they're one of the best acts in the world right now. Yes. Also what I said in in our YouTube clip to plug that again. This every once in a while you get head faked by a trailer that just has awesome music in it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's the only thing I worry about with this trailer. No, I mean, that's true. But but we've also seen it the other way. Like the Logan trailer had Johnny Cash and you're like, oh, this is amazing. And then the film actually was also amazing. So you you can get you can get both. Yeah. And it was it was lit, as the kids say. Oh, they would call it lit. Yeah. A little fire emoji. It was lit. Yeah, it was lit. It was lit. So that so bad boy, I, I really liked it. Yeah, I think it's going to be sick. It comes out in February, and so that's really just around the corner as far as these. Here's the, here's the only issue I have with the, with the trailer. Uh-oh. In the beginning, you have Martin Freeman and you have Andy Serkis Claw? sitting across from each other. Whatever his name is, Claw from uh, Ultron? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and he's asking him, what do you know about Wakanda? And the guy says, oh, it's, you know, merchant. It either basically, like, plays it down and blah, blah, blah. He's like, right? it's nice. And he's like, yeah, and he's basically, it's all a front. But in Civil War, they say that Wakanda is one of the most technologically advanced countries because of the stores of vibranium. So did this happen before Civil War? No, I think it's it, no, kind of contradictory that it, they say that, oh, like, yeah, why would he that say this that? guy has no idea what Wakanda is. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, we just had this conversation. I think it has to be after Civil War, though, because isn't Bucky going to be frozen there? That's what I think. Yeah, but doesn't it doesn't it seem weird that the guy who's like the big mucky muck, who's like taking down the the Avengers? Yeah, maybe we'll legislation maybe has no idea what Wakanda is. But maybe we'll find out that that was like early, like way earlier. You know what I mean? Like they could time jump yeah. that, and like that could be a pre-conversation because that's the trouble with all these movies. I mean, it's it's both a blessing and a curse when you're within a universe because you want your movie to be a solid standalone, but then you also need it to fit within the universe. So like, that, I'm just worried about that little continuity issue there. Yeah, you know I, see I, mean? I see that. I see. I see what you're saying. I think it's going to be pretty but sick, anyway, though. Yeah, but I, I digress. I it looks it, good, and I, I'm, I'm glad that Black Panther is very excited about it. So he is. He's pumped, and we'll, I'm sure we'll have him on the show again uh, between now and the release of Black Panther in February. Did you see the reviews for Tom Cruise's The Mummy? I did. They're not strong. <laughs> not strong. But I was listening to I rarely, rarely listen to Howard Stern, but I was on my way back from somewhere this morning, and I just happened to have the news on. And they were talking about this, and Robin from Howard Stern actually made a good point. You don't need Tom Cruise in good movies. You need Tom Cruise to sell bad movies. That is a very good point. Yeah, you get people in the door point. there. Yeah, because people weren't going to see The Mummy. I think, well, I don't know, because like Universal Monsters, I understand why you would want to remake that universe, because those movies actually came out like forever ago. Not the Brandon Fraser right. one, but you're talking about, you know, Bella Lugosi and Boris Karloff. If you want to relive that, that makes more sense than remaking every like '80s horror movie, which they're already doing. These movies and came I out think, in the '20s and the '30s and the '40s, right? And I think that was the confusing thing. I think people, when they saw the Mummy, they were assuming that they were remaking the Brendan Fraser movies, yeah. and that's not it. They're ma- remaking the old classic horror movies from, like you said, from like the days of yore. So, which it, they have, they call it the Dark Universe, and it's slated to be like every. Like the Wolfman, Dracula. I have the list. I have the list in front of me yeah. because this is what they're supposed to do. And first of all, having the mummy be the first one is a shit idea. No, not a good idea. It's not a good idea. So the mummy is already out. In 2019, Bride of Frankenstein and Creature from the Black Lagoon. Then in 2020, The Invisible Man. And then these are all untitled films that are TBA, which are probably going to be DOA. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, but seriously, we have an untitled Van Helsing film, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Dracula, Phantom of the Opera, and Hunchback of Notre Dame. Dom. Dame. Dom. That's a lot of movies, and I don't know how many we're going to see. I mean, people like 
people like remakes, I guess, because that's all they seem to do. And by people, I mean producers and directors in Hollywood. But mm-hmm. what a brutal start. Many have said it's the worst Tom Cruise movie ever. And that's a guy who's been in a lot of films. He's been in a lot of movies. But again, I think that people are going to this movie. When they do go to see this movie, first of all, the international, if you're looking at the home box office right now, like the domestic box office, it's not doing really well, but it's killing it worldwide. Internationally, it's killing it. Yeah, I think, was it China? That it was like a, yeah. it was like a, a monster right away? Uh, no, but it's, uh, which goes, there's like people will go see this movie because Tom Cruise is in it. Yeah, that's you know, true. and. And he's had some real stinkers. Uh, Jack Reacher, uh, one and two, were right. real bombs. Right. And, uh, you know, other things like that. But I think, you know, the, his, his, his star is waning a little bit. And, and not to mention, like, people didn't realize Russell Crowe's in this movie, too. Uh, not, uh, yeah, Russell Crowe's in this movie, too. Yeah, he plays Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I like the idea. Like, these are all creatures that everybody has some sort of connection to, you know, whether you watch it growing up or just such a big part of pop culture or whatever else. But it just seems like it's off to a real, real tough start. Although, who knows? Maybe it could turn out like the DC universe where you start out with a couple of dump films, then you throw in Wonder Woman, and then maybe maybe it turns the whole thing around. So Maybe we get a good Wolfman out of this. Maybe finally, we get a know? good Wolfman. Maybe that's what we could take away from the Dark Universe. Sad news uh, from this past week, Ryan, as Adam West, the original Batman, dead at the age of 88. And not to make it about us, but it is a podcast that we host. It's kind of really crazy timing because the last uh, con that we went to was Northeast Comic Con a few months ago. And Adam West was actually there for that. He was there. And then a couple of days before Comic Con, he passes away. He was 88 and uh, obviously way ahead of his time just that whole show and him and in the popularity of comic books and comic book movies and tv shows now compared to what he was doing then uh pretty crazy like, he's in the hashtag dork hall of fame no no doubt about he ab- it absolutely is and and i the when i heard the news um the very first thought i had was that you and i at the new england comic-con debating whether or not we should stick around and talk to adam west and ultimately decided like nah like we don't want to wait in line or whatever and then you know a couple of months later yeah. and he passes away so we had an opportunity to talk to him and it, it's i don't know why that hit me as hard as it did but it kind of did yeah i know so we had that opportunity and we blew it like a couple of yeah. jackasses now it was a huge weekend not just because of comic-con davy but right up your alley it was e3 and there continues to be new trailers and new announcements coming out from the weekend let's try to cover everything from e3 the best we can to this point with a little segment we like to call davy's video game minute it's time for davy's video game minute even if it takes more than a minute lot to get through i know davy but where do you want to begin all right so the best way to jump into this i think is if we break it down by consoles and then some game houses that you know are of note. What do you think? Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so the first I'm going to start with, and, and this is kind of the E3 is always like a pick your poison kind of thing, like what you're into, and I'll explain that in a second. So first of all, Microsoft came out and they came out and actually showed people what has been dubbed Project Scorpio for some time, right? And that is the Xbox One X. What? Xbox One X. Yeah. Which, is touted to be the most powerful uh, at-home console ever produced. So if it's powerful, it'd be like the one that Black Panther would want, I'm guessing. 
Oh yeah, I mean, he's he's had one for years. So what makes it the most powerful? Um, <laughs> we could get into uh, teraflops again if you want to talk oh, about no. teraflops. For, forget I asked. Forget. I asked. Keep, okay, keep you, going. We, no, no, keep we, going. We can just talk about ultra high high uh, 4K graphics, uh, faster processor, and Richard, yes. if you're into it, a hefty hefty price tag of five hundred dollars. Oh no, I'm not into that. That's I am terrible. Five hundred bucks. Yeah, so it looks great, but. You know, a, a Ferrari is probably a great car, but do you need one? I don't. You don't. So, and for that price, I mean, people people are already saying all over the internet, like for that price, like I could build my own computer. Yeah. <laughs> like, why much. do I need, you know, Microsoft to package it for me and sell it to me for five hundred dollars? Do you know how many Funko Pops I could get for five hundred dollars? I do actually. I could do that quick math right now, but I'm it's not. Like, I don't want to want to. Probably like fifty, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's like two hundred fifty or something like that. Yeah. Well, depending on if, if they're in the four dollar bin, like they were at Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Depends. Anyway, the <laughs> the other big news out of Microsoft is that they are um, in the coming months they will have backwards compatibility for almost all of their games. Oh, okay. So they're doing a little update with that. So that's pretty cool. But E3 is not about what game, what old games you want to play. It's about what new games you want to play, right? right. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, their big title, the only big title they came out with this week what weekend was Forza 7, which looks great Does. Um, yep. as far as racing games go. Uh, it looks really great, especially on the new Xbox One X. <laughs> of uh, course. They, they had a trailer for Crackdown 3, mm. which I've played the first two Crackdowns. They're fun, but... Not really a showstopper there. No. Um, they had a game called Anthem. Yes, this looks uh, sick. Which you saw the trailer. This looks really cool. I yeah, mean, it does. Especially with the graphics and everything like that. I mean, this looks like you're basically Tony Stark on, like, alien planets. Right. Like, that sounds and, pretty sweet. And the footage they showed, you can you have this suit, and you can fly, but you can also, like, dive underwater, and you, like, you don't lose any speed. You know, so that's actually pretty sweet. Um Again, I, I, I haven't seen enough of it to know whether it's going to be good or not. Yeah. Because, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, it was a trailer. Um, and then they up. said they were made a big deal out of the fact that they're going to have a 4K Minecraft game. Ooh. Which I don't know why you need Minecraft to be in 4K. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not entirely sure. Everyone's blocks, so I, I, don't, I don't really know. So if you're into more hardware, I would say Microsoft did, did a pretty good job. Um, if you're into downloadable content, um, Nintendo came out today, and they were saying about you know how they're going to have all this DLC for uh, Breath of the Wild. They're going to have this new Mario game called Mario Odyssey, which is basically like, from what I've seen on the hands-on stuff, it's Mario 64, but you can play as different characters. Okay. Yeah, that's Which is kind of cool. And, yeah, that's uh, good. It's fine. It looks pretty sweet. Um, okay. If you're into games, though, and I think let me tell you about PlayStation and their E3 conference, which I watched live last night. There you go. Um, huge titles coming out of um, coming out of the PlayStation camp. First and foremost being God of War, which is now a complete remaster, or not a, it's a reimagining of it. Uh, Kratos, the ghost of Sparta, is now moved on, and it looks like he's dealing with Norse gods now. Oh, Scotty or Scotty? Sc- Scotty or Scotty might actually make an appearance in this one. Wow. You never know, with her skis and her chain mail. It's hard to say. Um, but they went a little bit like Last of Us route where they have like the father, it's like a father-son dynamic where there's like two people. Okay. And you play as both of them from what I saw. Ready so, to Kratos. go and fight with Odin in Asgard because he killed my father. Right. 
Scott, that's Scotty or Scotty. I'm dressed as Scotty or Scotty. Okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's uh, the other thing that um, Days Gone, which it looks like a, so- a solid zombie survival game, meets uh, what's that show? What? Okay, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're basically in a biker gang. You're okay. a loner, you know, yeah. but you, there's a ton of zombies around. So you're basically playing as Norman Reedus from uh, Walking Dead. <laughs> exactly. I think we've already had that game. Yep. So there's a new Uncharted game coming out called like Lost Legacy. And Claudia Black, if you played all of the Uncharted games. Yeah, wasn't Uncharted very, 4 like one of the best games of the last five years? Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. But you play as Claudia Black, who's kind of like a secondary character. Okay. Which, remember, if you played the most recent Uncharted, she's the one who had, like, all the mercenaries. She was oh, yeah. kind of a, like a bad guy character. Yep. So you play as her. Uh, the Detroit game, Almost Human or Becoming Human, Detroit, the one I told you about last time. Yes. They had a bigger uh, kind of gameplay version of that. I'm not really sold. It's one of those, like, choose your own adventure, like your choices determine the outcome of the game kind of thing. Like the Telltale stuff? Not like that, but more like... Um, but like I, I don't understand. What's that? I, I, you know I get what you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, you're confronted. You can either, like, kill the person or, like, do nothing, or you can give them a stern talking to. <laughs> I think there was a, you could write them a sternly worded email. That's pretty good. If you want to go that route. In this yeah. day and age, that could be pretty impactful. That is pretty impactful. Um, so, Sony actually was the first person, uh, first person, uh, the first company to uh, show more of Destiny 2, and they promised exclusive content for PlayStation, which then again goes to show the strained relationship between Bungie and Microsoft. Yeah. Bungie, who originally made all the Halo games, jumped ship, made Destiny, and now they're giving exclusive content to PlayStation. Yeah. So, I don't know about that. And the big one. There were two big ones. We saw the very first hands-on gameplay of the the exclusive Spider-Man title, which is coming out, which looked phenomenal. I was going to say, Spider-Man games have been pretty hit or miss in the past. This looks pretty slick. Okay. Like, there's a stealth element to it which is pretty sweet. There's like, like different takedowns. Like the, um, the fighting mechanics look really fluid. Um, there's a cool villain, Mr. Negative, which you've read Spider-Man comic books before. You know his whole story, but they debuted him. But there was a bunch of Easter eggs, too, like flying around the city. You know, there's um, uh, Osborne for mayor signs. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Wilson Fisk makes an appearance in the really? gameplay. Nice. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty sweet. So, right. and then the, the, there's a big Easter egg at the end, which if you haven't seen it, I tweeted it out actually by accident. I was very excited about it, <laughs> but there's a young man, I can say it now because you guys have already seen it. Yes. Um, there's a young man taking photos of what you just did and his friend grabs him by the shoulder and said, Hey, Miles, come on, it's over. Let's go. Oh and my turns God. Around and it's Miles Morales. Nice. So that was, so he might, you might be a playable character. We don't know. Cool. But. My favorite part of the E3 yes. uh, out of Sony's camp was they are remastering and re-releasing Shadow of the Colossus, which a lot of, a lot of people did not know that was going to happen. So that's kind of a big deal. That All is right. one of the most under, it's not underrated because everyone who plays that game loves it, but it's one of the most like, under-the-radar great games I've ever played is Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. And they're having a PlayStation 4 remaster of that, and it looks amazing. Ooh. So there's that. All right. Uh, two, two last things I want to touch on, and then we'll get to the topic du jour. Okay. Um, Ubisoft uh, kind of killed it this, this E3. They have a bunch of new games coming out. Um, Far Cry 5, uh, which has a special place in my heart because you have a fang for hire. You can actually have a dog 
come and help you. I like that. And the dog's name is Boomer. I had a dog named Boomer once. Look at this. So that, yep. So they are. Worlds uh, are colliding. Yep. They have a game called Skull and Bones, which is basically um, Black Flag without all the Assassin's Creed stuff. So you just get to be a pirate and sail on the seas and just take people out, which was the best part of that game. Um, There was a game called, that was announced in 2008. Jesus. Called Beyond Good and Evil 2 which the guy who was the head writer and kind of the project runner on this thing came out, introduced the game, and started crying on stage. Oh, my God. Apparently, th- this game was announced. in two- The first of these games came out in 2003. Oh, my God. The sequel was announced in 2008. They just showed the first cinematic trailer for it. The guy came out and, like, lost his mind. He's, like, crying. <laughs> He's, like, poured his heart and soul into this thing. Well, this shit better be and good. It, yeah, it better be good. It looks amazing. Um and then Ubisoft's big title, obviously, is Assassin's Creed Origins, which you saw uh, some gameplay of. Yep, it that takes looks place good. in ancient Egypt. And get this, Richard. Yes. They have an $800 collector's edition yeah, coming out for this. I'm a pass, probably. I'm going to pass on that. You can probably, it's like a half a down payment on a car. <laughs> yeah, probably seriously. skip that. Yeah, I'm probably going to skip um, that one. And kind of the big disappointment for me, and this will be done with the video game 20 minutes, is uh, um, Bethesda didn't really do much. This E3, they introduced a lot of VR. There was a lot of VR, I will say, this conference. Uh, Doom VR, which I've been waiting for since I was like nine years old. Yeah, seriously. Um, yep. Uh, there is a, I don't know if you've been keeping up with Skyrim and Fallout and all that stuff, but the big thing with the kids these days is mods, like modding out <laughs> like weapons and like all this stuff. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. They have a creation club for Skyrim and Fallout, which is going to be like this big... Oh man! You know, online thing where you can just mod the shit out of everything. Pretty good. Um, there is going to be Dishonored Two DLC, which the game was really good. Uh, the Evil Within Two is coming out, and then I wrote something here from Bethesda that I can't read. So, <laughs> ooh, mysterious. Well, you yeah. Really, really oh, really oh, it's Wolf, Wolfenstein Two. Wolfenstein Two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Wolfenstein that which looks is awesome. back, baby. Yeah, Wolfenstein's back, which is which is great. I love the fact that Doom and Wolfenstein, the two that started it all, are under the same umbrella now, and they keep turning out these games that look pretty sweet. So I also that's saw, a lot. That's a mouthful. That is a, a lot ton. of stuff. Also, Star Wars Battlefront Two. We tweeted out oh, right. the, the trailer for that. They had yep. FIFA, which is kind of more of the same. Madden, where they're introducing like this new story mode, which looks like over the top, just like ridiculous. I, yeah, I've heard mixed things about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably a no on that but there you go there's a whole lot there i mean it makes sense it was e3 the same weekend as comic-con so there's davy's video game minute even though it may last more than a minute which that one certainly did it so did. my apologies no you're fine let's move on to the uh topic du jour shall we can i ask you a question first yes what is that the topic of the day oh it's the topic of the day okay well you have that yeah, I'll have that. That Dave, sounds good. Davey, it's Comic-Con. And once again, Comic-Con! another, another, another remi- <laughs> reminder is that uh, we are hard at work at our hashtag Dork Podcast YouTube channel. Davey has already created a trailer, and you can go uh, check that bad boy out. With You can see some of the people that we talked to. We're going to get to those interviews here coming up very shortly. But first of all, your overall thoughts. Comic-Con, of course, we say it that way because it was in Connecticut, and they put the extra N on it. It was in Foxwoods. And capitalized everything. Capitalized the whole con. It was yeah. in Foxwoods. It was in a huge uh, ballroom, and it was packed. I mean, there wasn't... I mean, there was every place. It was full of stuff, whether it was comic books or Funko Pops or celebrities. I put some of those celebrities in quotes, others not in quotes, 
and just a lot of cosplayers, people like you and me, just walking around, talking to people. It was, uh, I would say, significantly larger than the Northeast Comic Con. And no disrespect, no disrespect, Davey, to hollowed out JCPenney's in the Hanover, Massachusetts Mall, but Foxwoods Resort Casino and the ballroom there, a, a little bit uh, nicer place to hold a con. Right, and I think my, my first overall impression of the whole thing, and I think I actually said this to you, uh, we were walking around, and you know, we were trying to get some people, and it was right at the beginning when we walked in, and I said, like, I need to kind of stop for a second and just kind of get my bearings, yeah, because it was like sensory overload. In oh, that a ton, place. a ton of stuff. We have, we have fun with this, but you and I don't go to these things. We've just recently started going to these things as yeah. members of the press, right? So I don't know, like, what I'm walking into yet, you know. And you, there are clearly people who know where they're going, know oh, what they're sure. doing, know who they have to talk who they have to talk to and we don't so this so for me it's yeah. just like if i put my daughter into like you know chuck e cheese she's just gonna like stand there for a second <laughs> and be like what the hell is going on what do you want me to do with all of yeah. this and that's right. i would my thing that jumped out is and we already mentioned how adam west burt ward mick foley and a few others were at the northeast comic-con Whereas this one, we played you the trailer, maybe you heard it a couple episodes ago, where it just ripped off like a bunch of names that were there. This one had, I mean, like 50 or more like uh, people that had like a booth. And, and that could range from, you know, an actor or an actress to a comic book writer to uh, old wrestlers. Like there was just, there was all, all kinds of people there signing autographs. And this is what I would say about it. And, and this is no disrespect to anybody who was there. This is this is and tell me if you agree with this or not. The okay. people the people who were there for the most of them again there might be some high end ones and maybe some low end ones but for the people who were there they're famous enough to be invited and to go and to have their own table but they are not famous enough to and oftentimes charge $40 for an autograph or $20 for a selfie. No, that's that's outrageous. I was looking at it because like, these Outrage. people had to pay to get in anyway. So you're already paying a ticket. And then once you're in there, and, and a lot of times you didn't even have to wait in line because I think it was the price. Like There's a lot of people there. But if you say you had 20 bucks and you wanted to take a selfie with anybody who was there, you would wait at max 10 minutes. And that's for the most famous people who we'll get into. Yeah. But for many others, you could literally just walk right up to them. And we did that. where There yes. were people just literally sitting at a booth. Like you know, I, I saw, and I don't think they're on our list, so I can talk about them now. The Nasty Boys, yes. Brutus the Barber Beefcake, they were just sitting down eating fast food the entire time we were there. I think you like, got some footage of that, didn't them. you? What's that? I think you got some footage of that. I do have some footage of that, which you will see <laughs> on our YouTube page. <laughs> on, our, on our YouTube channel. Yeah, so the, like, the Nasty Boys, Ric Flair, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and Lita were wrestlers that were there. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were scheduled to be there but weren't. I don't know what the story was there, if they just no-showed or if they called ahead of time or what the deal was. But there was a lot of people. One of the people that I was excited to see when I saw her name on the docket, Ryan, was Tawny Katane. You love you some Tawny Katane. And who doesn't? Tawny Katane, of course, from the White Snake video and the White Snake video. No, she was also in Witchboard, which is a horror movie that my wife liked from 1986. She was married to Chuck Finley for a while, former Indians and Angels pitcher. And now, he, she beat his ass, right? I That's th- how that marriage ended? I believe so, yes. Yeah. 
and not to bring up old stuff. No, and that's okay. And I told this story uh, to you at the at the con. But I was driving up. My wife went with me. She she was just gambling at Fox, but she was not in there with all the all the creatures. But she was she was gambling, or maybe she was just different kinds of creatures, I guess. When you go to these casinos, yeah. but I I said Tony Katane's going to be there, and I'm going to I'm going to ask Tony Katane if she has a room at the Foxwoods Resort, and maybe we're going to go back, and I'm going to bed her. And my wife's like, yeah, okay, good for you. And then I'm talking to Ryan. We're trying to, we're trying to, I think at that point, regroup and figure out what we wanted to do next. So yep. I'm, I'm facing you uh, away from some of the tables behind me. And Ryan says, he goes, I stop you. You're talking to me about yeah. something and I stop you and say like, hang on. And then, and then proceed. you, and then, and then you say, Tony Katane just got wheelchaired by you. And I said, what? And so I, we, I turn around, and there it was. Because I think we had walked by it before. Because, like, the, the, on Sunday, the convention was, like, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So the famous people, yep. or, again, quote, famous people, all have probably three- or four-hour blocks. Like, they're not all there the whole time. So anyway, we knew that Tani Katane, there was, like, a sign-up for Tani Katane. Some of her posters were up. But she wasn't there at the time. And so we were talking about whatever else. And they literally wheeled her in on a wheelchair she gets up, and I, I didn't see her get out of the chair. Like, did they help her? I don't even know. No, well, a guy kind of gave her, like, a, a hand, and she kind of, like, just grabbed his hand, but she stood up on her own, like, and, under her own power. And then she was, like, putting makeup on, and you kind of feel bad for these people. Oh. And you're like, what is And, and I'm like, you're going to sell $40 autographs? Like, what? And yeah. so some people were talking to her here and there, but, again, if we wanted to go right up to it. And then here's the other thing. I, I don't know what the protocol is. Like for us, if we're gonna go up to him and we have like a recording equipment, Davey's walking around with a video camera. I have like a, a audio recorder. These people are there to make money, and so I don't want to pay them to talk to him. But I don't know if they would be annoyed if we did. So we didn't even go up to Tony Katane. Like, I, no, we didn't. And I, I kind of felt bad. But I also going back to the story about me betting her. I like my chances even more now. I like your chances even more now too. The the question is, do you do it just to say you did it? Because yes. Because it it for, for me looking. Yeah. I don't think you want to do that. Tony Katane, though. And if you get to say that. That's a that's a feather in your cap for the rest of your days. Well, then you know what it comes down to? They're, I'm like, hey, guess what, guys? Uh, I'm not one to, to kiss and tell, but I stole a smooch from Tony Katane. And they would say, yeah, what year? Yeah. And I would say. If it's 86. <laughs> yeah, call me if it, when it was 86. That was 2017. You were like three years old. It was 2017. Yeah. She just got wheelchaired behind me. And I said, now's the time. So anyway, so Tony Katane, and she's 55 years old, by the way. Uh, it's yep. a it's a weathered fifty five, admittedly. So it she, is a hard fifty, like hard living fifty five. <laughs> hard fifty five for sure. Now on the flip side, uh, we talked to an actress that was there, Joey Lauren Adams. Now I tweeted about her a couple of times, and she liked those tweets. So right now she's now friend of hashtag Dork, and you can never say anything bad about Joey Lauren Adams. She is for those who are trying to picture who she is, uh, the main character from Chasing Amy. She was yep. in Mallrats. She was in Days and Confused. Gwen in Mallrats. She was yep. Gwen in Mallrats. She was in Days and Confused. She's in a, a lot of the Kevin Smith movies, actually. And she was in The Breakup. She was in The Breakup, and she's she's probably more known for her unique voice than anything else. And yep. so we went up to her. She was sitting there by herself, and so we just popped up to her. I was like, "Hey, a big big fan," and she said, "Oh, thanks." And then so I started asking her some questions. So I, I'm like, "Hey, so what's like the favorite movie that you worked on?" And she said, "Days and Confused" and "Chasing Amy." And she yep. said she also had a lot of fun on Biodome, which I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, eighth grade me watched the shit out of Biodome. And I was about to say, like, what kind of fun? Because that that was like uh, pre-saved 
uh, Stephen Baldwin and Pauly Shore. Oh yeah, you know they got down. They were probably not nuts. like sexually, but you know that there was a yeah. party. Oh, just nonstop for in sure in the biodome. Yeah. And then I was asking her who was the biggest dickhead that she worked with, and she says, first of all, she looked at she had, I had like a microphone in my hand, but it was like I was holding it down. She's like, "Are we yep. recording?" And I was like, "No, no, 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 I'm not." And then, but she did tell us, and she just met us. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say who she said. Yeah, Harvey Keitel. I was like, Which that is both, a great answer. Were, and neither one of us were surprised. We're no. like, yeah, that makes sense. No, we're like, yeah, that's that's pretty good. And then I was like, who who was like the nicest people you worked with? And she said Adam Sandler and John Travolta. She was very high on John Travolta. Mm-hmm. And she she also knew Jason Lee from before he was even an actor, which I thought was cool. As a big Jason Lee fan, I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And so she like, was, I knew him when he was a skateboarder, and I yeah. So I we had known each other for a while. So he's a good dude. She was like the yeah. sweet. She really was so sweet, and I know it was a five minute interaction, but she was really nice and really pretty in person. Like for oh somebody, God. like she probably looks yeah. even better than in the movies when she was like twenty years. Like her her best movies are probably in the nineties, but she, like she's still in stuff. Oh yeah, you'll see yeah. her popping up in things here, and, here and there. And, this, and like you said, I mean, it was only five minutes, but that's like five minutes is a long time to like talk to somebody. Oh yeah. And it was like, you know, you can't, it's very easy to like dump on like quote unquote celebrities. You know, yeah. some of these aren't celebrities. I would consider her a celebrity just I would too. by, by I proxy. Would. Yeah, I would. Um, and she was just like, really like, she was asking us questions. Like she asked us like who we were, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, she like she shook my hand. Like, I was just like, hey, I'm a big yeah. fan. She like shook my hand. She's like, oh, like, thanks. Like, nice to meet you or whatever. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. She, yeah. But just like super engaging and like. We asked her questions, and she wasn't dodgy about them. She wasn't like, you know, she just answered them. I mean, it was almost like she was genuinely liking the interaction we were having with her. I think so I could, can't say yeah. enough good things about no, her. No. I'm not. I mean, but she was just like, yeah, cool. Like, you know, I've I've never met a celebrity who has been that right. Cool. Like she was like, like I, and it probably was like speed the time up. She's like, I'm here for three or four hours. I'd rather just talk to somebody. And she. We like we're like all right, well like you know nice to meet you and like we walked away like it wasn't like the her assistant yeah. was like all right piss off guys like we could have talked to her for probably longer because again no offense to her but those autographs and selfies weren't in high demand there wasn't like a lot oh. of people trying to to get you know cut us in line or anything right. so you also you had a chance to speak with Dustin the kid from Stranger Things yep Gaten Matarazzo I actually went um, because my sister and this is the only thing I paid for the entire time I was there. Um, because my sister is a huge fan of this kid. She actually got me, I have a Dustin Funko that I didn't bring with me oh, that I would have had him sign. That would have been cool. Um, but he was just like this, just a normal kid. I, I, you know, again, no line. Yeah. You know, I just walked right, right up to him. Um, I said, what's up? I told him I was a huge, we were a huge fan of the show. I told him what we were all about. Uh, we were talking a little bit and I was like, Hey, yeah. Like meet any weirdos today? And he's like, He's like, yeah, you're probably like the most normal person I've talked to today. And I was like, <laughs> that's well, a, thank that's you. I, I know yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, that's not saying a whole lot. No, not there. Thanks, yeah. No, but that was cool. And so he was, yeah. he was probably one of the bigger names. And you could tell like they had some of the people I think they expected lines to be were on the outside, whereas others were sort of in the middle and they, they might have been kind of next to just people selling comic books or people selling posters or whatever else. But he, was, he had his yeah. own kind of thing, as did Ron Perlman. The guy from Hellboy and Sons of Anarchy. I would say he he was probably the most famous person there. I think so too. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah. And now we took a lunch break at a place called Junior's, and this lady, I don't, she wasn't our waitress. She might have no, been the manager. She was the manager. She, was a manager. Yeah. she just came up to us, and 
I think she just must have known we were there. Like we weren't dressed up or anything. Well, we did. We had press passes around our necks. Oh, maybe that's what it was. And she was just yeah. asking us about the how it was going down there. And we're like, oh, it's going well. And she's like, oh yeah, like a bunch of them were down here. She's like, that one guy. Like she didn't even know his name. She's like, the guy, you know, Ray the, something. Yeah, I'm like Ron. And she's like, oh yeah, Ron, yeah, Ron Perlman. Yeah, he was down here. I'm like, oh, I bet. I bet he was at the bar. And she was like, yeah, he was. And he was trying to get free drinks. <laughs> I was like. Do you guys give free drinks to celebrities? She's like, no. He's like, but but he was certainly trying. I was like, oh well, yeah. I guess I can't really can't really blame him for that. Like, I would have loved to have been at the bar when Ron Perlman sat down and just tried to like scam free drinks like, out, out of juniors in Foxwoods <laughs> Casino. I'm like, you can't afford a couple of drinks here. Seriously, you're Ron Perlman. You're Ron, you're Hellboy and Hellboy too. How could you not? <laughs> now another kid that we saw, not a famous person, but this guy blew my mind. There was a kid who was a magician. He was 16 years old. You see him in the video already in the trailer. I think we're going to do another one where you see him even more. He did a couple of card tricks for me and Davey. And if you know anything about me, it's that I love card tricks and I'm mesmerized by card tricks and I could watch it for weeks on end. And this kid, he had a couple of really good ones. He had one that was just off the charts and I've I've been thinking about it ever since. And I'm going to put it on YouTube. Just to, and it's not even so much you could see the card trick. It's your reaction to the card <laughs> trick. It's phenomenal. I love it. I love it. And it's going to be like its own video. And for those who haven't seen the kid yet, Davey, how would you describe what this character looked like? I would say picture a kid who's 16 years old and really into close-up magic and card tricks. Got That's it. what he looks like. <laughs> I would he say had the so. long hair. He had the top hat, the very wispy mustache and braces. Yeah. And he had like, like a that. he had a card in his like top hat, and he went by the name Ace. He's <laughs> great, great. Now, Ace. so those are a lot of the characters that we ran into. We also interviewed a bunch of characters, and let's get into that because there's there's a lot here. I don't even know if we're going to get to everything, but we had uh, the first person we saw. Ryan was a girl wearing a sci-fi speed dating sign oh, or yeah. holding and a she, sign, and she ran at you. Yes. Well, like she, like I was getting there, like getting stuff out of my bag, like trying to get the wireless mics to work, and she just like flew over to you. Can you blame her? And, like, guy, no. Like this looks like a guy who would water. who would want to speed date in a sci-fi yep. related capacity. The so, guy, this guy who's talking about betting Tawny Katane really needs a date. <laughs> I'm like, is Tawny going to be there? If Tawny's going to be at the speed date, I'm in. So here she is. Here's the interview. We can stop and start this at any time. But here's uh, us talking with the sci-fi speed dating girl. Can I use this for our podcast? Yeah. So she was like, mm. She was very enamored with her boss, who you'll probably hear about. Oh, my God. Good, good every point. Every time she mentioned his name's Ryan, and every time she said the name Ryan, her eyes would get really wide. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a story there. There is yeah. a backstory there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was reluctant. <laughs> well, so you have to talk to our Jedi Master, Ryan. <laughs> Dude, I was like... Bat, you have to... This kid, take, this kid can't take a piss without asking Ryan first. I don't think she can. It's funny because she was going around, and I think she was talking to people and trying to get people to go to this, this speed dating thing. And right away, I'm like, can, I just, can we record this for our podcast? I got to check with the Jedi Master, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But I'm not sure he's going to be fine with it. I'll talk to Ryan after this. Now you're. I did not talk to Ryan after this. That's a quick update. Did. Quick no. update. Never met Ryan. Well, you talked to me directly after. So I did talk to Ryan Davey. That is, that is a good point. Yeah. 
I'm sure he's going to be fine with it. I'll talk to Ryan after this. Now, you're walking around with a sign that says sci-fi speed dating. What, what can you tell us about this? So, sci-fi speed dating is speed dating right here at Comic-Con. You go on about three to five minute mini dates with people who sign up, and you get to meet awesome people, and there are matches made in fandom. Right. Sounds pretty straightforward. Sounds pretty straightforward. Matches made now, in fandom. I'm going to tell you, there were a lot of lonely hearts at this convention. So oh, this come isn't on. That bad of an idea. In fact, no, it's a, it's a golden ticket idea. What is uh, What makes it sci-fi about the speed dating? Because it's speed dating right here at Comic-Con. That's what separates it from other speed dating that you might have tried in the past. Uh, do you have to be dressed up to be a part of it? No, you do not. Does it help? Yes. It really works. Ryan is awesome. He has, like... <laughs> Ryan is awesome. Ryan is awesome. And awesome. I think I think when she said no you don't, she actually gave you like the double finger guns too. Oh yeah. She's yeah. like, no, you don't. Like, yeah, like you can you can show up like this. But Ryan will be there. Ryan, he's awesome. It really works. Ryan is awesome. He has like over two hundred marriages. Two hundred marriages. That didn't come out right. I should have followed up with it. He's been married 200 times. but That's, that's what not... I was going to say. Like He's married 200 <laughs> people. He has concubines. That is incredible. Are you one of them? That is incredible. It's awesome. He has like over 200 marriages. 200 marriages from sci-fi speed dating? Yes. What's the best story you've ever seen between two people getting together? Like a love connection that you saw firsthand? Um, well, Ryan actually met his wife at sci-fi speed dating. Really? And now he's in charge of it? Well, it's he, it's his company. Like he created the concept. And so, and and then he met his wife now through that. Yes. Well, I'm very excited. What time do you guys get going? Our session today is at three o'clock. Is it free? You have to talk to them at the booth. I will talk to them at the booth. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, thank you. I mean, like, why do we have to talk to Ryan to know whether or not it's free? Like, what, like. <laughs> Like that's like a very simple yes or no question. There was a lot. Of, there was a lot of Ryan uh, discussion there. So that was now, we didn't get we didn't get her name, but no, I not. am convinced that this young lady knows where Ryan's wife is at all times. Oh my God! Yeah, there's no you know doubt. What I mean? There's no doubt. She stalks her. She's probably like trying to dress like her. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, I'm sure. And so that was the, one of the first people we talked to. Also early on, because we, we kind of broke it up. We did like an early morning session. We broke for lunch. We talked to that manager about Ron Perlman. Then we came back for a, a later session. This was another one from, I believe, the first session where there was a guy. I couldn't really tell what exactly he was, but he was wearing full armor, head to toe armor, like red armor, which we're going to discuss with him. And he also had like lightsaber swords. So I didn't really know what he yeah. was, but this guy... Maybe should I say I should have saved him for later, but he might be my favorite guy that we talked to. He was just so happy. Was he not happy? He was psyched that someone was talking to him about his gear. He was he was great, and I also love his voice. So here we go. Yeah. First off, it's okay if I use this for the podcast. Sure. <laughs> that right, yeah. right there. As soon as he said that, I was like, this guy's gonna be perfect. I lo I love you already, sir. Sure. Uh, what can you tell us about your uh, costume? Well, this is I was in the Marine Corps about uh, 15 years ago. So this is Marine Corps emblem, and on the back I have the uh, also just uh, to remember all my brothers that uh, didn't make it. Is this chainmail? What is it's this? Scale. 
scale. Look at this. So then he go, he's like, go ahead and grab it. And it, it, that's actually in the trailer video. You can yep. see me touching this guy's armor. He's showing me the armor. Like, it's it's heavy-duty armor. Like, that's it, what I yeah. really... That's what uh, impressed me about these cosplayers. It's not like, let me find, like, a cheap costume that, like, looks like the real deal. Like, they wear crazy stuff that is... Like, this thing, I'm going to ask him about it. Like, it's, it looks heavy, and it's and it's probably could stop a bullet. <laughs> Wow, there's a bit of weight to it. A little, thir- uh, about 30 pounds. So you're in pretty good shape. Not too bad. <laughs> What's, uh, what about the, uh, they're like so- lightsabers? Yep. So are you part Jedi? Part Jedi from the future, part Marine Corps from the past. What about the present? Who cares about the present? Well, that's why we're at Comic-Con, just to play around today. <laughs> that guy, what an incredible Who answer. Who the- gives a shit about the present? Yeah, you're asking me about the present, dickhead? You hear all these... This Dalai Lama and all these, you know, Buddhists talking about, like, living in the present moment and blah, blah, blah. I say, fuck that. <laughs> I'm a Jedi from the future. From the future, part Marine Corps from the past. Awesome. What about the present? Who cares about the present? Well, that's why we're at Comic-Con, just to play around today. That is that is pretty interesting. Yeah, gambling after. Yeah, what games do you play? Uh, Blackjack. Really? Anyone all the way, baby. What uh, character from either comic books or movies do you think would be the best at Blackjack? Iron Man. <laughs> I just love this. Did he do? Mm. Hang on. <laughs> did he say? Did he say twenty-one all the way, baby? Yes. Is that, is that what he said? Yeah. yeah. Really. Twenty-one all the way, baby. Yeah. And then he gave us this. <laughs> He's that guy who doesn't. He doesn't call it blackjack. He at home. He 21. calls it twenty-one. Twenty-one. Like I was playing twenty-one. Yeah. At the casino. And then now we know what it sounds like when he has an orgasm. Mm. <laughs> Iron Man. All right. Why do you say that? I don't know, he can think fast, you know, he can do the odds really quick, I think. Or, or the flash, perhaps. I, I think they're both great answers. He, he can uh, change the uh, the cars real quick, no one even says, He could. Blackjack every time, baby. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Now, on a... Oh, there, he called it Blackjack there. All right. Every time, baby. <laughs> Scale of one to five. Oh, this is, these are my favorite questions for this him. Is the, these are the best questions. These are the best questions, maybe, of the day, coming up. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Now, on a scale of one to five... Fighting ability for you would be about a four. Intelligence. Four. Ability to banter well with supervillains. Not well. (laughs) Just he doesn't even hesitate on the fighting ability. He says four. He pauses slightly on intelligence, but also gives himself a four. And then the ability to banter well with supervillains. He he just doesn't even give a number. He goes not well at all. Yeah, because just talking to you right now, you can't banter for shit, buddy. You have to beat them down. So you don't want to talk? Nah, well, you know, you can talk to them for 10, 15 minutes. But why? They always do the same thing anyway. They talk to you. They play. So, yeah, you can, the idea that you can talk to a supervillain for 10 or 15 minutes, but... But after that, forget it. After scream. that, I'm out. After that, no thanks. Like, they're going to be nice, and they do something stupid, so you're just better off just whacking them from the beginning. That's actually, that's another good point. Now, let me ask you, now, would you work well in a team, or are you more of a solo oh, yeah. guy? I would definitely work well in a team. Always have someone in your back, you know? Are you here with anybody today? I'm here with my uh, cousin and my uncle, although I'm not sure where they disappeared to. I think they may have taken off. Possibly. <laughs> that could <laughs> That could not have gotten any better. Do you work together as a team? Yeah, it's always great to have somebody at your back. Who Are you here by yourself? No, my uncle and cousin are here. Where are they? I don't know. <laughs> They're gone. They're gone now. 
<laughs> so I love that guy. That was a, it was a sweet man. Thank you so much for uh, for talking to us. Let's keep rolling here, David, because we have a bunch of these. We got uh, you next talked with a Wonder Woman and also formal Batman, I believe is what he referred to himself as. Black, yeah, Black Tie Batman or something. Black Tie Batman. So let's get a listen to that. It's Ryan Davey here. I'm here with uh, I'm here with uh, Wonder Woman. How are, how are you? Hi. She was a good looking Wonder Woman, by the way. Good, good cosplay. Good co- wig. The wig was a little well, suspect, but it, she looked good. Good the cost- costume was great. Costume yeah. was great. Yes, for sure. How are, how are you? And again, congrats on all your recent success. I know I said that earlier, but good to see you out. Oh, it's amazing to be out here. And uh, what seems like uh, Batman, but Bruce Wayne forgot the rest of his outfit. Is that what we're going for here? Uh, it's the formal attire bat. Formal attire bat. You have a, you have somewhere you're going after this? Um, yeah, we're gonna go to a uh, gala after this. The black tie, black yeah. tie event. Yeah, it's gonna be a red tie event because I'm there. So he's wearing a red tie. He's wearing like a he's suit. Wearing, okay, let me. Yeah, yeah I'll set the stage. Go he's ahead. wearing a Batman cowl, which is like a, pro, it's like a pretty decent one, like yeah. one of the better ones I've seen. Oh yeah. He's got the the grease paint, like black eye, so he looks actually like Batman, um, but from the neck up, from the neck down, he's wearing. A tuxedo with a red leather bat bow tie. Actually, so kind of think Lego Batman when he's Bruce Wayne and he's still wearing the ha- the head. Yeah, like pretty much that's what that's what he's dealing with. And apparently, and, he's with and all of, and if you look at the video, I am just towering over these two people. <laughs> just to let you know, I'm five foot nine and a half. <laughs> yeah, they. And I'm like, they're like shorter. I'm like a head taller than both of these people. So. Yeah, the Wonder Woman was probably a foot shorter than Gail Gadot. Yeah, I would say that's well done. That's yeah. well done. Now this is uh, this is our first time at Comic Con. We're we're a Boston-based podcast. Absolutely. In, you know, W E I logo. Exactly. I'm Boston-based myself. So I couldn't couldn't tell from the accent. That's right. Yeah. So uh, is this your first time here? Um, um, first time here at the casino, mm-hmm. um, but not at this con. So. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So. Okay. So yeah, this was the first year. This is like the fourth Comic Con, but they'd not done it at Foxwoods before. So I think that's what they're referring to. Well, they should keep doing it at Foxwoods because that's a good weekend. Absolutely. Good absolutely. Well, if we're new to this, which we are, I mean, is there something that we're missing that we need to absolutely go see? You should see everything here. Don't miss anything. There's so many great artists and celebrities, even vendors who have great things to eat, like little Pokemon macaroons. Did you say Pokemon macaroons? What the hell is a Pokemon macaroon? And by the way, we walked around like three more laps. I didn't see a, one thing we could eat. We didn't see anything you could eat there. Uh, she, she apparently eat them all. Pokemon macaroons. I haven't I haven't seen food yet. And to be honest with you, I'm in a bit on sensory overload right now. I don't know what I'm where I'm going or what I'm doing. So, you know, if you can just point me in the right direction to something cool. By the way, I saw Joker around here, too, if you want to... He looks pretty scary. If you want to go take him out for me. Yeah, I'll take him out tonight back to Arkham, you know, to where the things are. You know, I'm, I'm a little frightened, yeah. you know. So, so I, but, you know, thank you guys for your time. I know you get a lot to do. Yeah, you, need, you look great. So you, you look great. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, there you go. Wonder Woman and Red Tie Batman, apparently. And then I'll just, I'll, I'll plug them to, so that was the end of my interview. He then went to, like, kind of, like, grab me and then started telling me about all their charitable work that they do at Mass General and stuff like that, which is really cool. It's great. But it's just like, yeah, that we didn't, we, we'll save you that for time. But if you need a Batman and a Wonder Woman to show up and, and uh, be at a party, which yeah. they also offered me. Yeah, right. Um, oh, they all have, they all have business cards. Everybody's got business cards at this place. Yep. Here's another one of my favorite guys. Here's a guy dressed up as John Cena. He's wearing the John Cena hat, the wristbands, the John Cena shirt. He's wearing jorts. And what what kind of gives him, you know, going the extra mile, Ryan, is 
he had like a stereo system on him, and he was playing the John Cena theme song on loop. If you couldn't figure out who he was by yeah. all of the literally head to toe in John Cena stuff, yeah, I think he even had like John Cena socks. I looked at at one. It point. was full John Cena and full John Cena. Really nice like, kid. You can't see me stuff. Yeah, all all of it. And I think he, and again he played. He's gonna say in the interview coming up that he played the song just to, just in case people didn't know who he was. You could yeah. Which I'm like, hey, I guess that, that'll work. But this guy was really nice. Here's the John Cena guy. You're walking around. You got some John Cena gear on. I also noticed you were listening to the John Cena music. Have you been do- rocking that all day? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I figured it'd be easier that way just for people to recognize who I am and also to you know, build up on all the John Cena memes and everything that have pretty much hit the, hit the internet for like the last couple of years now. So, You a big John Cena fan? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I've been watching, pretty much I've been watching WWE since like like the early 2000s. And, you know, when Cena came out, it was like such a big deal. You know, you know, a, a guy from from New England to have the, the, the type of success he's had, you know, up to this point winning 16 WWE titles. It's like, and, you know, all the things he does outside of the WWE with the charity work. And it's like... How can you not like that in a guy? He's a hard guy not to root for. What about his uh, girlfriend, Nikki Bella? What do you think of her? Well, I mean, I, for one, I, I, I gotta say, I am, I do like both Nikki and Brie to that. I mean, both, both the Bella twins. I mean, how, you look at them, it's like, how can you not like them? But you know, I mean, Nick, Nikki's a, Nikki's lucky to have uh, John, and you know, the whole marriage proposal they did at WrestleMania this year was yeah. incredible, and. Yeah. You know, you know I, I, I'm looking forward to see what happens with both of them in, in the future years to come. You know. you know that he's a huge Cena fan when you ask him about his fiance who's smoking hot and he drops the she's lucky to have him line? Yeah. Or I'm sorry, he, uh, yeah, she's lucky to have him. And you're like, okay, right. all right. All right this kid, the second you, you stopped asking him a question and put the microphone in his face, you made this kid's year. <laughs> this kid was walking around and he's all about it. He, he had some good he stuff. Was, 16 times champ. He, just, he knows, just he knows the stuff. He keeps going. Oh, it's great. Oh, there's going. more. There's my pl- favorite part, though, I was going to say it was right on the tip of my tongue when you were like, oh, like I see you're playing the John Cena music. And I was going to be like, well, you can't see him, so you got to uh, hear him. That you was, can't see him. Yeah. You can't see him, Rich. I, no, I got it. I, I got it. Maybe a, a future Cena. We could. Maybe a, a, a Cena kid being in the wrestling business. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? Are you a fan of old school wrestling? Uh, here, here and there. Here and there. Like, so Ric Flair's here. Uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake is here. And the Nasty Boys are here. Have you had a chance to talk with any of them? I have not. I actually haven't seen any of them uh, so far this weekend. Uh, but obviously, I I know I think I know a lot more about Flair because you know he's been a he's been a recurring uh, person to come back to the WWE now and here and there. So I've I've gotten a chance to you know I I've not only do I like Rick you know I've respected him and everything he's done you know and obviously his 16 championships have been big and you know I mean. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got, you got to respect you got to respect the guy. Like if nothing that. else, is if, uh, if John Cena wrestled a bear, who do you think would win? <laughs> so now, now we're getting now we're getting to the you crux know, of it. You here. know what's coming. By the way, he has no idea who Ric Flair is. No, he, he, he knows the name Ric Flair. He has no he knows idea. The name. You know, he knows he's a sixteen-time champ. That's pretty good. But now we're is gonna, he though? Because he also said yeah, Cena was a sixteen-time champ. And maybe they so both are. You know, it's hard. The to other say. thing too is like 
Well, I, I haven't seen them. They're, they're, and I wanted to be like, they're right there. They're like behind like, you. They're right there. Like, they've been sitting at that booth the whole time. Lita is right, literally right behind you. Yeah, that's what's weird is the guy dressed up as a wrestler. There are like five professional wrestlers there. He's like, yeah, I haven't seen him. <laughs> like, okay. I haven't seen him. There's like one five feet from you. But the question is, could he out-wrestle a bear? And we're going to find okay, out. So if we're on to the bear. It will finally I, I, spoiler alert, you already know what he's going to say. I do. And so do you. <laughs> no, I meant the audience. Oh, the audience. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, if John Cena wrestled a bear, who do you think would win? Ooh. <laughs> that, that, that's a, that, that would be a tough fight, but... um. I think I think Cena could handle a bear. You think so? It was like a cage match, like a grizzly bear. Yeah, I I, I think he, he can go toe to toe with it. Do you think he could uh, beat two bears? I don't know about two. One one's easy enough. Two, that that that's saying something. Like I, it, it'd be it'd be a stretch, yeah. but. Who knows? Hard to say. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Oh, no problem. I appreciate it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. Sure, no problem. By the way, John I don't know Cena about cannot, two bears. cannot beat a bear, let alone be a stretch of the imagination for him to beat two. Yeah, I would be pretty surprised by that if he was able to take down two of them. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, one of them, let alone two of one them. One of them. Yeah. That, a full-grown grizzly bear. But I like his confidence. That's his guy. He's going to support his guy. I have no problem with that. Him wrestling a bear. It took. It was hard for me to say with a straight face, "What about two bears?" And I did it as straight as possible. Did I didn't oh crack God, a yeah. smile. I was like, "What? Yeah. What if he fought two bears?" And then he's like, "Oh man." <laughs> oh wow! I don't know. All right. So now the answer's no. The answer's no. We can't. I don't think he could either. No. This is what I think a lot of people are waiting for. We already were joined by Black Panther earlier in the uh, in the podcast. Now Black Panther had a chance to speak with somebody dressed up as Black Panther. And I would say, Davey, a very convincing Black Panther cosplay. Yeah. I yeah thought he was very pretty, convincing. I thought he was pretty good. So let's see. He's pretty good. And what you see here is Black Panther interviewing Black Panther, and then it turns into a Black Panther sound-alike contest early on here. Here we go. How long was the flight from Wakanda? The flight from Wakanda was about 10 hours. Right out of the gate, I feel like the... Interviewer Black Panther better than the interviewee Black Panther. However, interviewee looks just like him. Interviewer, not as much. Yeah, if I like stood behind him the entire time, we might have had a thing. You might have had a thing, yeah. Yeah. How long was the flight from Wakanda? The flight from Wakanda was about 10 hours. Do you believe that this current iteration of the Black Panther is a good representation of the character? My favorite part is that little peek behind the curtain. You asked them a couple of questions uh, not using the Black Panther voice beforehand, and he answered yeah. it in his regular voice. And then, as soon as you started using a Black Panther voice, he tried using a Black Panther voice, which was which was the funniest thing. Like I, I was talking to him because we were trying to set it up, and he had the Black Panther mask on, which looked really cool. And he's like, and I then can't. I was like, oh, I'll leave it on for the video. He's like, I can't. You can't hear anything. I can't hear you, and you can't hear me. So I was like, all right, fine, fair enough. He's very, 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 very good. Um, I wouldn't have asked anyone to play a better me than anything else. I'm glad to hear that. Mm. <laughs> I was going to go with the coming to America thing. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But your first time dressing up as, as Black Panther, you do this frequently. Um, I've been cosplaying for about three and a half years. Yep. Uh, this is actually my second cosplay. Uh, I've redone it over and over and over again. And I'm now going to upgrade it to the Civil War Black Panther-trailer-ish movie. I like it. Now you're excited for the movie, obviously. When it, yeah. 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 Dude, midnight release. In full costume. That's what I'm going to be doing. All right. And you're from, where, where are you from? 
I'm from here in New Haven, Connecticut. You're from New Haven. All right. Yeah. So I, I was going to say, I might even show up at the, if you're going to be there, I might show up at that theater. But yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, anything, do you, do you have an idea where you, if you were directing Black Panther, mm -hmm. where would you see this movie going? Uh, if I were directing the Black Panther movie, I would see it going into uh, the direction where he's assembling after this movie he would be assembling you know the Fantastic Four and all those different things but you know I'm not Kevin Feige and the people at Fox and Sony yep. they have to work that out where he's got to fight Claw and take him down and all that good jazz alright man well thank you very much it was no good problem. talking to you thanks for putting up with me no problem man how about that him going Fantastic Four on him and then Fantastic going Fox Four. and Sony I was like Ugh, who's this guy I haven't like, even thought of hear that more from, more from you yeah, yeah that, was pretty, that was a pretty good job Black Panther uh, Good job, Black Panther. I think I out Black Panther the Black Panther. You absolutely but. did, especially on a podcast. On a video, less so, but on the podcast, uh, yeah, 100%. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't pass the eye test as, now, as Black Panther. Now, we also had a chance to speak with a villain from the uh, MCU. In fact, from Avengers Age of Ultron, the main villain, Ultron, was walking around. Actually, we saw him kind of in the same place as Black Panther, and yeah. we made sure to get an interview with him. Also a very convincing costume. They were both very good, actually. And as I was going to say, as we were leaving, there were the best cosplayers were outside. Yeah, I don't know what they Did were you... doing out there. They're outside the ballroom. Not outside, outside, but they were outside no. the ballroom. And they were, they must have been together or at least knew each other because there was a lot. Of, remember, there's the Spider-Man kid and there was yep. um, Spider-Gwen and there was somebody else. And they were all kind of walking around together. So here's... And, by yeah. the way... We did see Hipster Thor again, who's a goddamn liar, because he said that he was going to go to, like, he goes to different conventions and he does different costumes. Same goddamn, same goddamn same costume. Thing. Same yeah. outfit. Yep. Hipster Thor. Same goddamn thing. All right, here's... And uh, he was by himself. He said he was going to be, with, he was trying to get a hipster Loki. He was by himself. So he's a liar, is what he is. Yeah. Here's uh, Ultron. Do you think you are the best Marvel villain? I am the best. I am the ultimate I am the most superior villain of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, so his suit comes with a voice thing. His, yeah, it comes with a voice thing. <laughs> if you can't pick up on that. He was very intense. Oh, yeah, you can't even make out on this. He had, he was like, he didn't touch me, but his hands were very close to my face and chest at yeah. different times. Like, he was like pointing at me really closely. And I was like, okay, it's a bit much, pal. What happened to you in Avengers 2? That. It's just a movie. This is real life. Do you still have the Mind Stone? I have it all. You have all the stones? That is a secret that you mere humans cannot understand. Yeah, he's intense. No, I think we got. I think we get it. I think, I think we, we kind of get, get it. You have all the stones. Yeah. What are you, Thanos? Like, I don't think you have yeah. all the stones. This is my favorite part that I, I left this part in. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so the whole time, just to give you a little background, that was awesome. But like the whole time, he was just walking around, wasn't saying anything to anybody on the floor, like in the ballroom floor. No, he was and like doing like, his oh, own thing. Oh, can we get a picture? Can we get a picture? And he's like, sh and he didn't say anything, and he would just like stand there with people, and then he would, they would say, like, "Oh, thanks so much," and he'd go, "You're welcome. You're welcome." And then I was like, "Oh, he could talk," because some of them can't talk, or at least they have to take yeah. the headsets off or whatever. And I was like, do you want to do an interview? And he was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, remember? And then he asked for a card, too. After we were done, he's like, business card. I was like, give me, yeah, he goes, business card. I was like, calm down, man. All right, this last guy, this is the last one we have. This is a 
dude. And I, I, actually, let's play it all the way through. There's a guy at the beginning, and again, Davey and I are sort of camped now in the middle. We'd already done a bunch of interviews. We want to do a few more, and we're sort of camped out in the middle, just like looking around. I usually go towards the cosplayers, but then I was saying, you know what? Maybe we don't have to go with a cosplayer. Other people are there. They would like to talk to us about different things. And so we identified this gentleman. Actually, I take it back. He, he yep. identified us, and I left that part in here at, at the beginning. Incorrectly. Yes, that's true. What do you think? Just give it a shot. Uh, I know you guys. You do? Oh, yeah? You're in Putnam. What's that? You're in Putnam. In Putnam? What's Putnam? Putnam like the town? No, 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 no. Rhode Island. <laughs> I know you guys. You're from Putnam. What? You're from Putnam. Putnam, what? Connecticut. What's Putnam? No, no. he goes, you're oh. Putnam. He goes, Rhode Island. Like, what's Putnam? <laughs> Connecticut. Like, no, dude. Yeah. What? Well, what? I don't. So I don't know what that was. But then at that point, yeah. we're like, "Well, this guy's already in. We got. We got to talk to this guy." We're Boston based. Oh, sorry, I got the call letters and. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. a, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, all right. Yeah. Oh, because there's yeah. something close or something. The numbers or something. Hey, do you mind if we interview for our podcast? Be glad to. Oh, great. <laughs> Be glad to. He's like, <laughs> thought he'd never ask. He's like, of course I want to talk to you guys. All right, first of all, sir, what's your name? Ben Hellman. Ben, how? What brought you out to the con today? The James David Frank and awesome guests that I know and celebrities alter reality who put on the convention i go every year to the rhode island convention it's an, always an awesome time and i heard they're coming to foxwoods and i'm like i had to come is this one you had to come yes is this one <laughs> i don't that was a terrible joke by me but i don't think he got it or cared <laughs> it's just like the way he said it i had to follow up with it it was it was not great and it was a little sophomore to be honest it's, it's an, right. always an awesome time and i heard they're coming to foxwoods and i'm like i had to come is this one you had to come? Yes. Is this one better than the one in Rhode Island? I think they're on the same par, and I would highly recommend it for a first timer. I came because it's really local to me. And so I assume you like Power Rangers? Yes. Did you see the new movie? Yes. What did you think? Loved it. It was really good. Yes. <laughs> so he. It's it's a bad interviewer who can't get more out of the interviewee as he had a lot of yes, a lot of one more answers. A lot answers, of yes, a lot of yes. I appreciate him understand or, or or being passionate about his in, you know supporting his Power Rangers. I was looking for a little bit more, like the John Cena guy. You kind of ask him one thing and he just gives you like a ten minute. You had to cut him off almost. Whereas whereas this guy, short and sweet and very much to the point. How did it compare to some of the uh, older traditional original Power Rangers? It was different. I liked it. The cast was amazing. I thought the Blue Ranger, the whole cast was phenomenal. What about the Avengers? Do you like the Avengers? Yes. If the Avengers fought the Power Rangers, I know it would never happen, but if they did, who do you think would win? Depending on which seasons you're using for Power Rangers, both of them. Which teams, which seasons. Which was the strongest season for Power Rangers? Like the team, I mean. I, in Japan, it's called Gokaiger, where they can to any Power Ranger. In America, they call it Super Mega Force. So the best Super Mega Force versus the Avengers from the current movies, your Robert Downey Jr., yes. those guys, if they fought each other in a Civil War-style battle, who would reign supreme? Super Mega Force. Really? Would yes. it be close? It would be a very interesting battle. What's your favorite comic book movie? I would have to say, currently, Civil War. Do you think it really was Civil War, or do you think it was just because no. I brought that up? I mentioned I think it's it recently. You brought that up. I think I think you kind of tripped him up. We went. You kind of okey doked him. You Power went Rangers, like, Power, Power Rangers, Rangers, Power Rangers, Avengers. Yeah, and then 
Because the thing yeah, is, I don't know shit about the Power Rangers. So he was talking about the Power Rangers. I'm like, let's talk about the Avengers. <laughs> you know why you don't know about the Power Rangers, Rich? Why is that? Because you're a grown man. That's correct. Good point. You know what I mean? Who's your favorite character within the, the Marvel Universe? I would say Iron Man. Now, is it because uh, of the suit? Is it because of the personality? Why do you say Iron Man? The tech. You like the tech? Yes. <laughs> Out of all the supervillains, who do you think presents the most difficult challenge? Are we talking about Marvel still? Yeah. I would say... Like, we're not talking about Power Rangers, bro. I don't know. Yeah, any, we're, yeah, I, we're, I don't we're know, on man. Power Rangers now. Let's, <laughs> we're done with Power Rangers. Let's move that to the side. Carnage. Which I thought was a great answer, by the way. Carnage? You don't. You never hear Carnage. You never hear Carnage. Uh, not bad. Ooh, would you like to see him in a movie? Yes. Are you excited for the new <laughs> Spider-Man movie? Of course. Are you going to see it on opening night? Possibly. Do you ever dress up in cosplay? I'm cosplaying right now. Uh, forgive me. Uh, what are you? I'm a civilian power, in, a power Ranger in civilian mode. So that was tough. That was a tough one because so he's dressed up as I think as how he or I or you would dress. Yeah. And so now he's going to explain to us how he is a Power Ranger in civilian mode. And so he may be listening to this. We gave him our, our, our card. So uh, just a, a shout out to you, sir, for being very creative with, with this costume. I was just, I was surprised by it. So don't you feel like that's kind of cheating? No. There's, could, there's could, could so you, many different levels of cosplay. That's fair. But could you make the case that every day you go as a Power Ranger in civilian clothes? No. Just today? Yes. What's in your hand right now? That looks like it's something uh, autographed. The autograph of Jason David Frank. Was he a nice guy? He's awesome. Do you have any recommendations for us? We've been here about a half hour or so. We've made the made the rounds around here. We've talked to some interesting people like yourself. Anything that we need to do before we leave? Yes. Go to Evolution Comics at booth 215. Joe St. Pierre over here. And um, Brett Swanson for Sick Puppy Studios. Do you listen to any podcasts? Not in a while, but the last podcast I used to listen to was one of the ones Penn Gillette did. Really interesting. Now I'm sure Teller wasn't great on there. He didn't. It's just Pendulette's gig. I, video, I'm a videographer. So, <laughs> so, so hey, I don't think he knows that. Like, like no, Teller no. doesn't talk. No, I don't think so. That was so that I, went right past him. Look, I blew had, that one by him. I had a bunch of terrible jokes all day long. Yeah. With the, did you come? Did Teller? <laughs> what did Teller do on the podcast? Just I don't know. Maybe I was getting tired. I don't, I don't know what it was. But there you go. Right? Those are some of the characters. Those are some of the characters that we uh, we spoke with um, from the con in Japan. It's called Gokaiger, where they can to any Power Ranger. In America, they call it Super Mega Force. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay, man. Part Jedi from the future, part Marine Corps from the past. Love that guy. Sure. What about the present? Love. The- yeah, who cares about the present? Love that guy. Uh... So, uh, thanks to everybody at, at Comic-Con and Altered Reality for that uh, let us go, or they gave us the press passes. Foxwoods was a uh, great host for it. It was a lot of fun for all the people that we talked to, all the people we shot in the in the uh, video. You can check out the YouTube video right now. There's a trailer right now. There's going to be more stuff coming out. Hashtag Dork Podcast on the YouTube. Any final thoughts, Davey, on Comic-Con? No, that was a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, at some point, we get big and big and famous enough where we can go to some of the actual big time ones i just like put in one in san diego i just yeah. put in our uh a request for the boston comic-con so we'll see if Excellent. we so we'll see if we get it. it's in august so we'll see pick of the bomb pick of the bomb pick of the bomb pick of the bomb
Real quick, Davey, because I got a jet. We have pick of the podcast time and kick, receive, defend a goal, defer. You have won the toss. What would you like to do? I would like to receive. Okay, what do you got? So I this is going to be a quick one. It just came out on Netflix today. It's Tuesday if you're listening to this now. But um, Oh Hello on Broadway with yes. Nick Kroll and, uh, so I, and John Mulaney. I am probably going to watch that tonight. That's um, so much that's tuna. One of the, so too much, much tuna. tuna kind of last year or two years ago, I saw that YouTube clip and it kind of, it was from Kroll show and it just like punched me in the face with how funny it was. So great. So I'm, I'm dying to see this. This was a huge hit on Broadway. It was a limited run. Uh, they just put it on Netflix today. So I'm actually going to watch that tonight. So that's my pick of the podcast. Awesome. Great. I have two little plugs, both podcast plugs. First, the Boxers podcast. Marcus, of course, does a bunch of our intro songs and uh, for, for the different segments that we have. I was on just like Davey was a few weeks ago. They have a segment called Hot Garbage where you just rant about a terrible movie. So I'm on the most recent episode of the Boxers podcast complaining about a uh, a film. And also a shout out to Uncle Buck, who uh, had been a co-host here uh, several podcast or several episodes ago. He, of course, of the Boston Sports 101 podcast, that group, which you can hear it on WEEI podcast. I'm sure many of you listen to this podcast on that channel, but they are doing the top 100 guy movies. And they are splitting that up over five episodes. I think three of them are already out. So if you're into that, you want to hear who they have as their as their guy movies uh, of choice, give those guys a listen. So that'll do it for us. Uh, plenty of things to plug here. We have Twitter at Dork Podcast. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. We're now on YouTube. Uh, just search hashtag Dork Podcast. We're going to try to s- try Snapchat. I'm, I suck at it. Yep. Davey's better than I am, but we're going to try that. Uh, dork podcast there you can buy a t-shirt go to represent.com and then just search out dork or go to our twitter profile and there's a link right there if you want to buy a shirt it's the shirt that i'm wearing in the video that uh, is out there right now and davy where can they follow you at Arvon D on everything, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. And I will be um, pleased if you guys have any, shoot us an email. We always respond to emails. Um, if you guys have any ideas for any video content that you want to see, uh, we'd be more than willing to, to shell that out, even if it's uh, like some unboxings. Um, if you want a tour of my, my dojo, uh, my, my rig in which I play video games and answer emails and all that stuff, people love that shit on YouTube. Nice. So. Absolutely. So that sounds good. And then, of course, iTunes, you can uh, subscribe if you haven't already. You can leave us a review if you haven't already. You can rate us if you haven't already. We appreciate that on the iTunes hashtag dork. So what an episode. That was a mega episode here for Comic-Con. Next week on the podcast, TBD. That is another thing that you can uh, email and tweet us about what you want us to do for next week on the podcast. So thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you then.